Welcome to Ask J Live, episode number 10. I'm your host, Jay Jones, and today we're going to talk about tips to create a revenue-producing website with my man, Milan Smith, webmaster and founder of uh, Broken Chain Marketing. We're going to bring him up real quick here. Uh, let me follow you here. Let me get you up here, brother. And I'm going to invite you to speak here. So if you can tap the, um, yep, if you can tap the uh, microphone, uh, you'll be able to speak, brother. So we're going to talk about this. All right. Let me get you. All right. Cool. All right. You should be good to go, brother. Uh, Let me see something here. Make sure I got you. All right. All right, so tap your, uh, did you tap your um, unmute button on the bottom, brother? All right, I can't, I can't hear you, uh, Milana. So it looks like it's got you on mute. All right. So, all right, so let's, let's try this again, man. What I'm going to do, guys, I'm going to stop the room. And uh, not stop the room, but I'm going to come back in because I can't I can't hear you. All right. So for some reason, it's not allowing me to to do this. So perfect, uh, all right, perfect. I can hear you, you now, brother. Technology today, Jay-Z. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what happened, man? What was no, going on there, bro? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, what what, what were you doing you, up I there, man? Some new stuff you pulling out on me, Jay, you know. We, I'm used to just sitting and pressing the button and listening to my man <laughs> speak. That's all. <laughs> you know, no, nah, I hear you, brother. I nah, appreciate nah, you. I thought it was on my end, man. Give them the access to uh, to my microphone, so that was yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm about to shoot out a uh, a quick uh, okay. text to everybody. Uh, let them know that we're going live right now. And uh, cool. And let me just shoot this out to a couple of people. But yeah, man, I appreciate you being on, man. I know you were on. Uh, we yes, had sir. you on the podcast yesterday, so I appreciate you for coming on, man, and sharing all of that that great content that you had, man. So, um, for people who hadn't listened to the podcast yesterday, uh, just just give us a little background, who you are, real quick, and uh, tell us where you're from. And just a little bit of your background. Then we're going to jump into how to create a revenue okay. revenue producing website. Okay. All yeah, right. So, um, this, so it's on you, bro. Ron Smith, um, founder of Broken Chain Marketing. Um, started this business around um, 2019, um, and it was just to you know really um, it kind of started as a, a a website that I needed. I needed for myself. Um, I wound up building out a website. Um, told my cousin to take a look at it. A few people took a look at it. They they really liked it. And my cousin was like, "Man, you can you can actually sell this. You know what I mean? You can actually make some websites for people because people have problems mm-hmm. making websites." And I'm like, "Okay." Um, so you know, from there, it kind of went into you know just an idea, um, you know, that I was playing around with and sold a few clients um, on some websites by reaching out, um, you know, to a couple small businesses that I was looking at on Instagram that I liked. Um, and then from there, it's just been, you know, um, a mm-hmm. mission of mine now to actually help um, black owned businesses um, kind of increase their, their, their presence in the marketplace. Right. So 
um, polishing them up, you know, making sure right. they have a, a, a logo that represents them well, uh, making sure they have a website that um, not only represents them well, but also, um, you know, speaks to a lot of the goals that they're trying to reach um, in in their business. So um, from um, from the DMV area, gotcha. um, Maryland, to be exact. Um, so um, that's a little bit about about me for sure. I don't want to, I don't want to go, go on too much of a ramble. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So, um, as we're going along, guys, if you want to speak, hit the phone icon on the bottom, right. To join the caller queue and then hit the mic to unmute yourself. But we're just going to go into a couple of things real quick, man. Um, if you guys have not listened to episode 391 of Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, which came out yesterday, Monday, January 10th, 2022, uh, Milan was on that episode. Make sure you check it out. A ton of gems and jewels that he dropped. And right now, we're just going to try to take it to another level in terms of some of the, the, the revenue producing tips and things that you can do for your website. So I want to start off, man. Um, a lot of times people use their website and all it is pretty much is a glorified brochure, you know, unless you have an e-commerce platform like Shopify and even Shopify sometimes, uh, doesn't have all the tools or, or the, the things necessary for you to generate revenue. So, in your uh, expert opinion, man, what really should a website um, be well, used for? I mean, it, it should be used to to enhance your business, right? So um, it should be used as a tool. So whatever your mm-hmm. business is, some people may not um, be looking to um, generate revenue. Some people just may be looking to collect leads and then take them um, those leads onto mm-hmm. uh, um, a journey, which is called like a lead magnet, right, to create leads. Um and then from right. there, kind of nurture their leads into a future sale, right? Um, so, I mean, at the bottom line, at the, bottom line, at the right. end of the day, um, all businesses are looking to make money, right? So, um, the, the way, it, the thing is how you want to set that up on your website, right? So, your website should be used um, first identifying your goals for the website, um, and then how you, 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 you want to take those users um, on a user journey, right, to kind of get them from, you know, cold leads to hot leads um, and then also to, of course, landing that sale um, that you're looking to make um, through your website. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the website can it, – it really is to, to mainly um, generate the revenue that you're looking to make um, and then also answer a lot of the questions that um, your prospects may have about your business, give a lot more information about who you are as a business, um, why people should choose you over their competitors, um, you know, and then also having it be as easy and seamless as possible for your users to navigate your website, right? Because if nobody can actually, um, you know, find the information that they're looking for, they're going to, you know, that's what they call a bounce rate where they just come on there, right. they go into your website and then they click right off because they can't find what they're looking for. So um, that's just a kind of a little bit of, about, um, you know, how you can use that and leverage your website, but it's, it's, it's all, it's all based on the business. Honestly. Yeah. So one, one of the things that I want to talk about real quick is, um, and I speak about this all the time, it's about database building. So um, websites from, from my opinion, mm-hmm. obviously they're going to give you information about what you, you know, what you're looking for, what you're searching for. But if your website isn't helping you build your database, and Milan just touched on that, because your database is what's going to really make you the money. You may have an initial call to action that you're selling something, or 
at the least, every website should have some type of of opt-in page to get you into that database. So if your website doesn't have some type of opt-in to start to be able to generate or build a database, uh, you really aren't optimizing that database. And, and speak to to the uh, BEB family, man, about about building databases, man, and your thoughts on that. Um, I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, people kind of, um, they write off emails um, or collecting emails because some people, um, you know, especially in the beginning phases, um, you know, we collect emails and then we don't know what the heck to do with them, right? Um, right. <laughs> you know, we have these emails. We have a huge database of people. Um, we've created a great lead magnet, again, which is just uh, another way for for us to collect emails, you know, kind of in exchange for something of value. Most of the time it's free, right? Right. Um, but we're collecting those da- that data and, um, you know, it's a lot of missing opportunities because a lot of times we, 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 we get the, we get the lead, right. Um, we mm-hmm. may follow up with them once and then that's it. Right. Um, but the whole idea behind collecting that data is to not only, um, send out one or two emails, but to nurture them continuously, especially if you're selling a high ticket item. Um, most people aren't going to buy straight out the gate. Right. Right. Um, it's going to take them some time. They're going to need a little bit more information. You're going to have to develop that relationship with them. Um, and really kind of get a gauge of, you know, how this um, consumer um, wants to be sold. You know what right. I mean? um, right. So um, that that's that's huge, man. And, I mean, it takes some time, you know, but I think building up that database is, is very, very huge. Like you were just saying, um, you know, we have to have that that those email lists, building up that email list and taking the time to really nurture that email list. Um, I mean, it could take, it can almost take a year before you even land that sale from that one person. Right. But again, it's, it's, it's about keeping them engaged. Definitely. Um, speaking of being engaged, um, Milan, and we'll, we'll take questions shortly, guys. Um, speaking about being engaged, one of the things you talked about was a customer journey and on my new website, which you helped me with, um, we, we instituted a tool that kind of gives you a, a personalized customer journey. Speak to the importance, man. And if you want to mention right message, that's the, the plugin we used. Um, speak to the importance of having a customized journey for each person that visits your site versus somebody that's just, uh, you know, just going through the motions and jumping on a website and it doesn't have any direction, say to speak. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, uh, most people nowadays are looking for that tailored experience, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's no one size fit all because everybody, um, everybody likes to, again, likes to be so different, right? And everybody's looking for different information and they need help in different ways. So when you can actually have a, a software or tool like Right Message to actually walk people through um, what it is they're interested in, right? And then taking them directly to that information that they're interested in, right? So now they can skip through all of the BS, all of the other <laughs> stuff that they don't want, right? And, right. You know, it, 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 it kind of brings more awareness, again, to that data that we're talking about, right? I'm on the back end, we're collecting that data from the website to where you can actually figure out what, you know, most of your visitors are interested in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that can kind of guide a lot of how we start to develop future content for the website. Right. right? Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because one one of the things that I always talk about is uh, unless you have a very directed message and a very directed singular focus website, 
So if my website was how to build or how to create online courses to make money and you go on my website and I had a free course, right, that pops up for everybody that's there, that makes sense where you don't really need a, a customer journey because everybody that's going to that site knows that one particular or specific reason they're going to that site. And so they're expecting something like that, and that's uh, content that they could use. But if you have uh, content like my site where I have all types of different content buckets, you know, if I just had something that popped up to everybody that says, hey, learn how to do online courses. If you're if you're trying to do something else, like with marketing or something, that really has no bearing on what you want to learn. So one of the tips I think that uh, you guys really need to, the light bulb needs to go off on is how can you get the content to the people that want that specific content? And that's why we instituted right message on the uh, BEB website to take people directly to where they need to go. Now, you can go and play around on the site by itself, but when you go to the site and it asks you, are you a business owner, yes or no, you say yes, what do you need help with, and then it'll give you a bunch of choices, and then you click on that, it'll take you to that section. This way, you're not wasting your time with unwanted pop-ups for things that you really have no interest in. So I I think uh, one of the tips to generate revenue is not wasting people's time. Like Milan was saying, there's no BS on the site if you can go directly to where the resources are. Um, Milan, what other tips or what other things uh, do you think make sense or that constitute uh, uh, revenue-generating websites? So we talked about uh, content that's applicable for the prospective customer. We talked about building a database um, and is there anything else like how, for example, like a call to action, how important is that call to action? Because a lot of websites, unfortunately, don't even have a call to action. It's really a brochure. So can you speak on that for us? Yeah, a clear call to action. And this kind of goes back to your goal for the website overall. Right. Um, you know, your call to action should, you know, be clear as day. Right. Like as soon as people come to your site. Um, you know, if, if you want them to do, you know, um, purchase, you know, one of your products or something like that, right. Um, you know, the top banner should have your product and has, have a button that says shop now, right. Like clear, mm-hmm. like that's, that's kind of like easy, low hanging fruit stuff. Right. Um, right. But the, 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 the tips is the tip is to, to really be, you know, and play around with this. Right. Um, but be as clear as they with your call to action um, and what it is you want people to do. Right. Don't be scared to ask for the sale. Don't be scared to ask for the phone call. Don't be scared to ask for, you know, just just make it clear as they what it is you want. Um, and then, you know, make it as easy as possible for people to actually do that thing that you want them to do. Right. Like right. let's not take them through all of these loops and holes trying to like get to the end result, right? Like let's make it clear and then make it easy as possible for them to navigate um, to that, that action that you want them to take. Okay. Now, now I wanted to ask you too, man, in terms of actual uh, websites that have like mine, for example, a lot of content and they have multiple call to actions. How would you set that up? Now, this will kind of be like a hierarchy um, type of situation where, like, um, you know, we would, you know, talk to the business owner and ask them, um, 
in priority, which which is which one of these call to actions you want to be priority first, right? Okay. And then kind of start, you know, um, all the other ones will kind of be secondary um, action call to action that we would do for the website. But um, it it really all depends on the type of content, um, whether it's a product or whether it's like yours is set up. Um, a good thing, right message. I think a software like that is very very helpful. Um, Along with just having, you know, you got to know your, your, your target audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like knowing what people will be coming to your website for, right? What are they struggling with? I mean, that's why it's so good to not have a whole lot of call to actions or a whole lot of things um, because you can just be laser focused and sell one product very, very well. Once you nail that product down, once you start selling that product very, very well, um, you can move on to some of the other things. But um, the the main thing is really to try to get as focused on your call to action as, as possible um, and not have too many things that you want people to do because you don't want to spin people in, in circles in different directions. But when you do have a lot of content, I think a, 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 a place or a software like Right Message is very mm-hmm. good to actually help navigate through all of that different content for sure. Okay. Now, is there ever a time that you may recommend, you know, with your expertise and your experience that somebody who has a lot of content have multiple sites or what's your thought on process on that? Yeah, for sure. So, like, I'm dealing with one of my clients. She's actually a speaker. um, And then she also has um, she's developing a a community um, Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So. With her, she kind of has, you know, multiple call to action. She, you know, she can get people to, you know, um, kind of, you know, I guess uh, apply or try to apply to get her to speak somewhere, right, mm-hmm. um, at an event. Um, she has different, um, you know, facilitations that she does that she can facilitate um, different groups of women um, that she works with. Um, so that's a service that she provides. And then on the other end, she has her community where um, she can actually um, use her course. She's selling a course right now to bring women together um, in different ways and help them um, navigate different issues in life. Um, so with that, you know, we decided to actually create her website um, for the course, right? Solely okay. for the course and for those women. So that's strictly for the community. So we have a, a sole individual website based around that. And then we also, on the other end, creating another website or a landing page for her personal services, her speaking engagements, her facilitations that she does and things of that sort. So now, I do think it's good to mm-hmm. sometimes separate those just to not confuse people um, again and in, in how to like, you know, which, which thing they should navigate to. Are they, are, do you have a cross link to the, the two different sites or, or are they totally separate? Yeah. So, so if people want to, um, like in her about, um, if people want to, you know, learn more about her, that's when that speaking and, and the, all of that other stuff kind of comes into play. But it's kind of hidden on, on the, um, it's kind of dig, you got to dig between the tabs to kind of get to that because that's not the main focus of that website. The main right. focus is really to sell the course and then invite women into the community that we have to offer for them. Okay. So I wanted, I wanted to ask you this too, because I know, um, most of the stuff that you're working on is, is WordPress based, but I know you're talking about eventually going into some Shopify, uh, customization. Am I, am I correct on that? Eventually. I, I know you're not doing it now, right? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and this is just, again, another way to serve my clients um, and, and also give them different, um, you know, different things that we can kind of do, different ways of setting their stuff up. So, right. Um, so one of the things, too, is that on Shopify, they have a ton of apps there. Uh, and this is something that I just found out. So if you're a physical products business and you're selling using the Shopify platform, a, a lot of times you go on Shopify, you'll have your uh, a whole bunch of pictures of all your products, right? So you may have men's, women's, children's, if it's clothing or jewelry or whatever like that, or, you know, however you break it down. But what I just found out is actually right message can also work on Shopify sites. So if you go on to, uh, you know, a Shopify site and you're a, a teenage woman and you're on a clothing store, and I know a lot of times they'll have that in the um, in their sidebar menu, but you can start asking questions about, you know, what, what size do you like, what colors do you like, things of that nature will actually take them and in, in more closely direct them to certain things. So, for example, on my HellYeahHotSauce.com site, I'm about to institute right message and I'm going to do a questionnaire where do you, you know, uh, do you like sweet? Do you like hot? Do you like super hot? And then I'll be able to direct them to some of the flavors that would probably be of interest to them. So um, I wanted to ask you, what can you do uh, with a lot of these out of the box platforms like Shopify uh, in addition to right message from a webmaster perspective to make your site more quote unquote shoppable or easier to find things. What are some of the things that, that what you do to help people, um, I guess, navigate sites better and some tips that you can give our listeners? Yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, again, right message. I mean, this is kind of like becoming a, mer- a commercial. For I know. I know. We <laughs> <laughs> need our reparations. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, of course, there's software like that, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, um, you know, where people have the chat bot, you know, they have somebody mm, that you that's can right. of, you know, keeping that chat bot. So I think if you don't have right message, um, having a chat bot or something like that on your website where people can ask questions through the chat, um, I think that's very good and very helpful. Um, also, you know, really having, um, again, like, making it easy for people to browse, you know, um, the content right. that you have on your website. Right. So, mm-hmm. and, and that can kind of show up in different ways and that's going on to, um, you know, really speak to the, the hierarchy of your website and what you want people to focus on once they first get to your website. Right. Um, also mm-hmm. creating landing pages, um, focus specifically around, again, um, maybe you might be running a campaign on a specific product or something like that. Having mm-hmm. a, a sole like landing page for that particular product, I think, is very good. Um, so people don't have to go directly to the actual site and navigate through all the different things to find the product that you're trying to sell. That makes um, sense. But just having a, a sole individual landing page for that particular product, um, highlighting all the different features and benefits and, um, you know, all of that stuff. And then, of course, having a call to action for them to go ahead and purchase, um, you know, stuff gotcha. like that is, is, is always very, very helpful. But, um, you know, creating that that type of um, engaging content and making it easy to navigate, um, again, is always, um, you know, the best way to do that also split testing right so um, right we've talked about this um me and you individually 
Um, but split testing is also very, very good, right? So basically, um, all the split testing is is when you set up your website in two different variations, right? Um, you may have, you know, uh, a different image um, banner kind of showing up on the back end, and mm-hmm. you may want to see which one performs well, right? So you'll have two different versions, one with, um, you know, the a lifestyle shot of the product, and then one with just the product by itself, right? And you might split test those and run, you know, 50% of your traffic to the one that has a lifestyle shot and then 50% of your traffic to the one who has the, you know, the, the product by itself um, and just see which one performs well. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the consumer is always, you know, the way that they like consuming content is always changing. So right. um, I can speak this now and tomorrow will be a totally different thing, right? Right. Um, so I think always split testing it and doing, you know, um, what we call trial and learn um, mm-hmm. with your site um, is always good just to kind of let people know um, or kind of, you know, get some more information about how your consumers are responding to your content. That makes a lot of sense, too, with the uh, the split testing and also the landing pages. Um, we're going to take questions in a minute, guys. So if you want to speak, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. And then when I bring you up, just hit the mic to unmute yourself. Uh, I wanted to ask, man, in terms of um, you talked about split testing, but in terms of of the actual because it's a lot of terms and stuff that you're. You're, we're giving the, the, the audience out here, but in terms of the physical attributes of your website, and I'm going to break it down into two things, the visual aspect of it, uh, how aesthetically it, it looks, and also the verbiage. Is there a percentage, you know, based on how the site looks and what it says is, do you, what's more important or are they both equally important? Ooh, that's a tough one, Jay. So, yeah, I think, honestly, right, um, I've seen sites that, um, and pages, should I say, right, I've seen plenty of landing pages that um, didn't look as aesthetically pleasing, but they performed very well. Uh Um, And then I've seen those that look very, very aesthetically pleasing, but the content itself, um, the copy, um, you know, the verbiage on the website was not very convertible right so gotcha. um <clears throat> it kind of varies right I, I, I in the in the world of um you know the perfection i think it would be good to have both right mm-hmm. um try to aim for both um <clears throat> and then again just knowing who you're dealing with right like maybe um i don't know i'm looking at a construction site right now so maybe like um mm-hmm. a site that 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 sells construction um you know or, or you know different um I don't know, different things for construction, right? Um, mm-hmm. Different tools and things that you may need for construction, like a, um, what do you call it? Like a boa? Right. Like that. Yeah. Um, you know, that they may just want to be able to, you know, get straight to the point, right? They don't really care about the aesthetics for the most part. They want to see it, maybe, mm-hmm. see how it performs, maybe a video of it, um, and then they're good, right? Like the aesthetics may not be that important to, um, but if you're selling to maybe like, um, you know, <clears throat> those of uh, maybe like women right women i think are very very um visual um you know uh, people so i think that you know um and, and then sp- selling clothing stuff like mm-hmm. that i think you have to have your aesthetics really up to par um, right whether that be you know uh, a plain sleek website or something that's kind of a little bit more poppy but i think that you know um it really depends on your consumer who you're dealing with 
um, with that. But the 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 copy never fails, right? Like right. I think strong copy, um, even if you don't have the aesthetics down pat, if you mm-hmm. have some good copy on your website, nine times out of ten it's going to convert for you very well. It should. Okay. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Great answer. So we we want to open it up for questions. Uh, if anybody has any uh, specific questions, if you want to get a quick critique of your website or anything, uh, my brother's here. So just all you have to do once again, hit the uh, phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue and then hit the mic to unmute yourself. If we have anybody that has any particular questions. So we're going to open that up right now. Uh, and if if people are thinking about things, I, I do have a uh, a question for you real quick. Um, I have a, a product site that, um, and you talked about landing pages real quick, which makes a lot of sense. So I have this new product that I'm getting ready to test out and, uh, I haven't even bought the product yet to resell it, to relabel it yet, to private label it yet, but I'm doing the test. So I'm creating a landing page right now. And one of the things that I'm actually going to put on it is a, a demonstration video, So if any of you guys sell a physical product, right, so there are three kind of key components to sell any type of product, right? Now, not saying that you can't sell, like my hot sauce don't really solve a problem, right? But you want to have a a good price product. You want to have something that's demonstrable, meaning you can demonstrate it on, you know, on video, and then it needs to solve a problem. So if you have those three components, you can actually sell damn near anything. So my my question to you, Milan, is um, I'm creating this site and I'm about to put a video on the site. And what is your recommendation? It's really a landing page for for the video. Should I host it on YouTube or should I host it on the site? And is there a benefit uh, to either one above the other? So it's a demonstration video. Yeah, I mean. Especially with 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 the uh, demonstration videos, I'm not sure exactly what product it is, but I think um, mm-hmm. you can never go wrong with hosting your your videos on YouTube. Um, okay, because you get that dual exposure, right? Gotcha. Um, if it's hosted live on YouTube, um, you know, Shanitha will be right with you. Okay. People are looking for, you know, you know things like you know trying to look for demonstrations on your product or whatever the case may be, or anything related to your product. Um, mm-hmm. they will find that which will draw attention to your brand, which will draw, you know, most likely draw attention to your website, right, for people to purchase the product. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a dual thing. Um, that makes sense. Thing, another thing is it really takes a lot of bandwidth off the back of your website um, okay. for your hosting, right? So also doing it that way through um, YouTube, again, just takes a lot of bandwidth off your website. That makes sense, too. Hey, you know what? And also, I guess... <laughs> Uh, just as a note, if you have your video on YouTube, make sure you have in your, you know, uh, the links and everything that you need people to follow uh, in your description under your video. So if they just click on or find it on YouTube, they need to be able to find the pages and things like that to check out. But uh, nah, yeah, that's it. That's a good thing. All right. So, uh, Shanitha, we about to bring you on. Um, and if you can hit your unmute button and you can talk. Hello. Hey, hey, what's hey, happening? Hey, 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 Mel. Thanks hey. for having us. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thanks. I listen to the ep- the, um, the podcast like I do every Monday, and it was super informative. And I've been following the journey, Jay, of you rebranding, and I love it. Thank um, you. My question, I can't, y'all kind of touched on it already, but is a website like absolutely necessary as a entrepreneur, or, like a content creator? Because they have like the, you ever heard of Milkshake? It's like those uh, like link one page websites, not a landing mm-hmm. page, but Milkshake. Mm. Yeah, I've never heard of milkshake, so you just put me on to something new. <laughs> yeah, milkshake is like a link tree, but it's free, and you can like have like um, it's basically like a website. But my thing is, um, I have a website on Squarespace, and I've really been feeling, um, like like you said, it's just there to, I guess, be a, a pretty brochure because I don't do anything to it. And this episode is really timely, but I was wondering, like. Do you need a website if you can have um, like funnels? You know, like click funnels and all that stuff. Is yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think honestly, to be frank with you, I think every entrepreneur, every business needs a website for sure, right? Um, and and for that, the only reason I say that, I mean, if you're going to be using um, like you know uh, what you call um, click funnels or anything of that sort. Uh, milkshake, right? If you're like in, um, and, and if, if if I understand it right, you said it's similar to Linktree, right? Um, you should be plugging in the links to your website, right? Driving traffic to your website for people to convert on your website, right? For whatever you need them to do, um, whether it's um, you know getting information. Now, if you're the, the making your website resourceful for your audience is a really really um, like a heavy lift for some people, right? Because um, you give, if you don't have a reason for your, for people to go to your website, you're probably not going to get as much traffic. Right. Um, And then from there, um, leveraging your social media is again, to drive traffic to your website um, for people to convert on your website versus on somebody else's platform, because they can swipe that away from you at any given moment. Right. Um, It's not yours. They're taking in all the data, they're, you know, they're leveraging your data, right, to to benefit their platform, right? So why not take that and leverage your own data and use it to your own benefit? Um, you know, so it kind of it kind of helps if you don't have a website already, right? But when you do have a website and once everything is set up how you want it to be set up, I would start using um, platforms like that to drive traffic to my own platform for sure. Great. Okay. What do you what are you using your website for, Shanita? Well, I initially set it up for um, to sell my journal and to have like all my videos and a link to my podcast, uh, things like that, um, like a like a brochure, basically, right? Okay. <laughs> but now, like listening to this, I'm like, man, like, because I've been feeling like I'm paying for this Squarespace every month, and I end up customizing it. You know, with Squarespace, you can buy a theme, but I actually bought a different theme and I customize it fully. But I feel like it's just sitting there. It's yeah. Just in there. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's, that's that's a huge issue, I think, um, that I started dealing with with some of my clients. Like, I would build them this website, and then on after that, they don't know how to get traffic to the website, right? So that's that's a huge issue that I think um, involves a little bit uh, more marketing, um, you know, expertise, right? Mm-hmm. So really, just using your you know, um, your followings on social media, things of that sort, and make sure you're being intentional about driving traffic to your website, right? And again, if you have stuff on there that you feel like people would be, um, that will benefit them, right? Because that's the only way they're going to go there is if they feel like something is 
that they can benefit from is on your website that they can't find anywhere else. Right. right. And it should be constantly updated, I would think, right? Because I have like an opt-in. Um, yeah. But I feel like once they get the opt-in, it, I don't I don't have anything else that I'll drop. Yeah, I'm messing up. I'm messing up. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's a lot. I mean, marketing is a, is a beast within itself. Right? So, I mean, once you get people to opt-in, again, um, getting them on your email list, um, whether you're using like a MailChimp or ConvertKit or something like that, um, it's setting up those, um, you know, automated emails that kind of take them along that journey to kind of um, drip out different emails to kind of get them to either stay engaged for whatever reason or um, lead them to uh, a higher ticket sale or a sale. That okay, my last for. question. I'm sorry. So I, so I think you I think you, on the no, podcast you offer rebranding or if you have one already set up because we have a um, WordPress, but. It's just too much work trying to set that up all the way. So do you offer, I guess, to go in there and redesign it? For sure, yeah. I do I do rebrands as well. So I mean that's pretty much what I did with Jack. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we did a complete revamp and rebrand with him. Um, you know, and this is just like me and Jay talked about, this is just the beginning for me and him, I- for sure. Yeah, we got a whole lot of work to All do. All right, so the information yeah, yeah. is in the bio. Hey. How do we have to um, uh, get more information? Yeah, let me. Um, what I'll do is, if if you can follow me on Broken Chain Marketing, um, okay. on uh, Instagram, you can tap in there. Or if you want to go straight to the website, um, you can go brokenchainmarketing.com. dot com. Um, and I'm not sure if I can put it in the. Um, this is my first time getting on this platform, so I'll actually drop it in my All right, sounds here. good. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, cool. Jay, for all you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, cool. All right. Hey, Butch, we about to bring you up, brother. Uh, let me get my man Butch up here. All right, Butch, hit that unmute button, baby, and we, we ready to rock, man. You there, Butch? <laughs> All right, Butch, so you got it. You, you in there now. Uh-oh. All right, so you're not. All right, so you just met. You just went out of the queue. All right, so if you have a question, Butch, just hit the iPhone, uh, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. Then you can hit the mic button to unmute. Um, okay, so you must not have had a question. But now that's that's great. So um, before I forget, uh, Milan, tell everybody how they can connect with you. Um so that way, if they have any questions for you uh, or want a consultation, they can link up with you. Yeah, so you can um, check me out at brokenchainmarketing.com. Um, just how it's spelled in the um, in the bio um, of Jay's um, description of this episode. Um, <clears throat> and then you can also hit me up on Instagram, um, Broken Chain Marketing, um, and find me on there as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, that that's a lot of good content, man, and um and insight because it is it is a lot of heavy lifting when you have um uh, a website and you're not proficient. You kind of know what you want to do, but you just don't have the skills to do it. And uh, 
man, just going through in, in the process that you and I went through and are still going through with, with Black Entrepreneur Blueprint dot com is crazy with all the content. But the way that you made everything flow uh, is super. You know, I'm super excited about it, man. And uh, people are, are really responding to the site. And so any questions that you have, make sure you go to Broken Chain Marketing dot com or, or DM DM uh, Milan at Broken Chain Marketing on Instagram and connect and link up with them that way. Um, do we have any more questions, guys? Any more questions, comments, anybody? All right. Before, before we close it on out. Um, last thing uh, I want to say, uh, Milan, just uh, close out the show, man. Any tips, comments or anything that you want to say before we close on out, man? I'm going to let you I'm going to let you close the show for us today, bro. Um. Uh, again, um, it's 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 a it's a tough it's, it can be tough you know trying to put all this stuff together. Um, try not to. I mean, if if you can, right, outsource a lot of this stuff. Stay in your zone of genius, um, and do not try to dabble too deep into some of this stuff that you may not understand because um, you can do more harm than good in the long run, right? Um, and it can kind of <laughs> you, you can kind of definitely you know waste a lot of time spinning your wheels. Um, so I would say. Um, reach out to somebody not even it doesn't have to be me um, whoever else it might you might have a little cousin that you just find out on websites um, you know reach out to them and let them you know kind of take take the the bearing off your off your shoulders the weight off your shoulders with that um, but again marketing branding this is a beast within itself so um, learn as much as you can um, about the space about you know some of that stuff because it does go hand to hand with sales, right? This is how, you know, you pretty much woo your customers, right? Through branding and marketing, right? To kind of get them interested in your products and your services. So um, it really takes um, a lot to really just dive in um, and, and really get more information on what it is that you're doing as far as marketing, putting together a plan, putting together a strategy, um, and work it until you can't work it no more. Cool. We appreciate you, brother, coming on. We appreciate all the BEB family members listening in today. Also, remember, this this is recorded, too. So unlike Clubhouse, you can listen to this at a later date. So if you missed the live chat here in the room, you can always go to BlackEntrepreneurBlueprint.com. Hit the podcast download. You can see Ask Jay Live. Hit that. And you can listen to all the episodes, uh, previous episodes and the newest episodes. All right, guys, we're about to get out of here. Um, appreciate you guys. Please continue to share the word about Black Entrepreneur Blueprint, the dot com, the podcast, the ecosystem, and also Ask Jay Live. And we'll see you again next Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Okay.